everyone. I'm Lauren McIver. And I'm Teresa Roca. And this is Teen Mom Time. We're here to fill you in on all the fight. Why are you so white trash? All the custody battles. Corey's trying to take our kids from All the romance drama. Getting divorced, period. And so much more. Hi, hi. You're both high. I just try to be a good person and a good role adult. On this week's episode, we will be discussing Kale's new book, Farrah's latest feud, plus all about the Teen Mom 2 wedding. Teresa, how are you? I'm good. I woke up a little under the weather. Yes, you sound it. You know, I have a little stuffy nose and sore throat, so I will be sounding more nasally than usual. Yeah. Apologize (laughs) to all the listeners. But I'm really excited because we are recording from our brand new studio. Woohoo! Moving up, literally, two floors up. But, yeah, it's really nice. I'm liking the vibe. It's actually not nice. It has boxes <laughs> everywhere. Oh, I'm trying to be positive here. No, it's a, but it's a nice space. Like, it's yes. big. I, I see potential. Oh, yeah, definitely. We just need to get some decoration, yeah. some color in here. I really want to do a ban- – I want to post a banner yes. that says Teen Mom Time Podcast. Yes. I, I think we can really make this home. We could. Yeah. We will definitely share pictures. Maybe we'll take a before and after. Yes. Really show our peeps where we are, where we're recording, so yeah. they could really feel like they're sitting right next to us as we talk about Team Mom drama. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram if you want to see our brand new studio. Yes. We will definitely be posting photos. So a lot has happened within the last week. We've had weddings. We've had feuds. So let's get into it. Getting into Truth or Tale, Young and Pregnant premiered, I would say, about a year ago, within the last year. And we really liked it. I really liked it. I actually liked it a lot better than OG and 2. I don't know why. Yeah, you said that. But I feel like this was... I feel like when I watch OG and Teen Mom 2, like, I'm excited to watch it, but I'm all, like, running to watch it. I feel like this, I would, like, I couldn't wait till I got home. I would watch, like, the screener on the train. Yeah. Because it was so good. I think it's because we like OG and 2 because we have followed them for the last 10 years. And now Young and Pregnant kind of showed us, it it was a good reminder, this is what happens with a teen pregnancy. These girls are young. They don't have BMWs and huge houses on the land. You know, they're really just starting from the beginning and they're struggling. And I think I've said this in previous podcasts, but this is what teen mom is missing. We're not seeing the struggles of young motherhood anymore. We are. I mean, if, yeah. you, if you're looking in regards to like, you know. Co-parenting. Co-parenting and yeah, you know, baby daddy drama. But this is what started it all. Yes. And we haven't seen this in a while. We haven't seen, you know, financial struggles. Um, you know, is the baby daddy going to be there yeah. when the baby's born? So it's really exciting to see these fresh new girls. Yeah, exactly. We were really excited. Now, after the season finale, a lot of fans were asking, you know, is the show coming back? Do you remember the season finale? That is when Ashley and Barr's epic fight happened with Barr's yes. mom at his yes. birthday party. Yes. So a lot of fans after that episode said, we need a season two. We cannot end a show on that note. It ended awfully because it like it felt like it, it felt like it was kind of like a to be continued. Yes, agreed. So I'm so I hope they pick up right from there. I know. I still want to see more footage from that party because that was insane. Wait, do you follow Shen Barr's mom on of Instagram? Course. She quit the show. Everybody- How is there gonna be a show without Shen? <laughs> I mean, I feel like everybody says that. 
Everybody True. quits the show. Did you see V and Joe are coming back? Yeah, exactly. They quit the show, and then now they're coming back to Team Mom 2. So I think Shen will definitely make her way back into it, hopefully, because that drama was just amazing. That yeah. was that she, fight. She made their storyline. However, definitely. I do think they can live on their own without Shen, because as yeah. we see, like, their splits right now— they always get back together and split. Right, but there I mean, there's just so much drama with them, so it's going to be exciting to see. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of fans constantly ask the girls on Instagram, will there be a season 2? They ask them on Twitter, all of that, and they never gave a direct answer. They always said, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know." And I would read the comments and I would get annoyed. I'm like, "But I want to know. I'm so sick of this just I don't know. You'll have to see." Finally, MTV announced that they are coming back for season two. All of the girls are returning October 15th. So, so yeah, we're really excited. We saw the trailer, and the trailer was kind of just, you know, the babies are here now, but now what? So we're kind of see, you know, what happens afterwards. The trailer looked good. It was a lot of flashbacks, a lot of yeah. footage we saw already. But I'm really excited because, as we know, I don't think Jade and Sean are together anymore. But then there was some speculation that they may be back together. Yeah. So I'm excited to see their storyline. Um, Kayla, I believe, has a new boyfriend. Who's really cute. Who's really freaking cute. <laughs> so I want to see that. Um, who else was there? Kyle and Lexi. They seem to still be together. Oh, my God. And their son is so cute. So cute. Yeah. Oh, my God. He is adorable. He looks just like Lexi. But they post stuff, and they seem like they have their little family going. They were on vacations and stuff. So they seem really, really happy. So, yeah, so we've kind of kept up with the girls through social media, but I want to know more. There's always more to the story. There's always more, and I'm excited to see it. Yeah, me too. So we will definitely, obviously, be talking about it on the podcast. All right, Lauren, let's go into Teen Mom Top 3, the top three stories of the week. First of all, a congratulations are in order for yes. Joe Rivera and V Torres. They got married over the weekend. Yes, finally. At first, when I saw on Kale's Instagram and Snapchat all that, she was just, oh, going to a wedding. Becky's my wedding date. I was like, whose wedding is she going to in New Jersey? Duh, Joe and V. It was the nicest wedding. I So I've told you before, I like don't want a wedding. Yes. And... I watched their first dance, and I started crying, and I was like, I want a wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Texting your boyfriend, I want a wedding. (laughs) No, it was beautiful. Everything was perfect. Her dress, she's stunning. Makeup, hair. Beautiful. Just, it was exactly what I pictured V to look like as a bride. It was so simple. It was so elegant. And yeah, the place looked amazing. All the dances with the kids, Joe with his mom. It was really, really beautiful. I do wish that we were invited. Me too. And I can't believe how grown up their daughter Vivi is. I know. She was the flower girl. I, I didn't recognize her at first. Really? I, yeah. I saw Isaac with a, a little girl and I was like, oh, I was like, she's cute. Who is that? I didn't even realize it was her because she got so big. I know. She's might be three. Yeah, no, that's... She's turning three, maybe, I think. Yeah. I feel like I haven't seen her in so long yeah. that I still have that little one-year-old in my head. I know, especially because she's not really on the show that often. And Joe and V are not big on social media, which is so disappointing. I know. I want more photos of their little family. They do the YouTube series, but they have not posted in a very long time. Mm -hmm. It's disappointing. They definitely need to step up their Instagram game. What did you think of Kale's outfit? 
Um, I think Kale could have done a lot better. She looked pretty. Her hair, her makeup, pretty, very simple. I just, I wish she just wore heels. She has so much potential. She has cute clothes. I just wish she wore heels. So I thought she looked really good. Um, I liked her hair. You know, I think it was a little casual yes. for how fancy the wedding was. I think, you know, if she was going to rock that jumpsuit, then I think she should have done like a statement necklace yeah. or like a red lip. Something Ooh, to yeah. really, you know, like heels, like you had said, something to really dress it up. I wish she had done that, but she looked good. Yeah, she did. Everyone was saying her body, she looks incredible. Everyone's like, what are you doing? Like, Tell us your plan because she looks incredible. And also a lot of people were shocked that she was even invited because, you know, as you've seen over the years, her, Joe, and V have fought. Yes. I think they're on good terms right now, but, you know, they've fought many times in the past. And, and they also, were bad. And it was bad. And also, like, people don't really want their new husband's ex to be at their wedding. Right? It's the group photos. I would feel so uncomfortable, I think. And also I was thinking, like, in New Jersey, I would say, or in Delaware, actually, Kale is a celebrity. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I don't know if I would want, like, someone to come to my wedding and kind of, like, upstage it. But Joe's a celebrity, too. That's true. Kale is definitely more well-known than Joe. I think people are more likely to go up to Kale over Joe. But I guess these people have been around them for so long. But I wonder if, like, maybe V's friends were sitting there, oh, there's Kale from Team Mom 2. <laughs> I also want to know how her dynamic with Joe's mom, Janet, is. Because yes. as we know, I mean, she was like her mother growing up. Yeah. And they had a really close relationship. And then obviously when Kale moved out, their relationship ended. I think I remember Kale wrote her a letter to kind of fix their bond, but... Obviously, they're not on good terms today. So I wonder if she went up to her to just say, congratulations, you look great. Yeah, she did look really great. I was actually just looking at pictures this morning when Joe's parents walked him down the aisle. She looked incredible. But unfortunately, we won't see it because it wasn't filmed for T-Mom 2. So I guess that's all we have, the photos, a couple videos. I'm glad it wasn't filmed, though, because... I don't think that they would do to Joe and V what they did to Mackenzie Edwards, no. where they only picked out the bad parts of the wedding and they, you know, didn't give her the fairy tale wedding like she had wanted on the reunion. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. They definitely would have never done that for Joe and V. Yeah. I think they would have made it really, really nice. Oh, yeah. I kind of wish it was filmed, but I hope they had a great day. It looks fabulous. Next time, invite us. So, getting into the second biggest story of the week. Farrah Abraham is back at it again, slamming reality stars. That's all she seems to do. So she was on the show, Face the Truth, and that is hosted by Vivica A. Fox. And that was the show that we talked about previously where Farrah tested positive for barbiturates. So obviously Farrah's not happy with the results, and she slammed the show saying that it's fake, the results were fake, they hate women, sex shaming, all these crazy accusations. Farrah's at it again. So RadarOnline.com caught her outside of the courtroom. She actually had court last week for her battery and resisting an officer arrest. Yes, that epic time in our life. Yes. Um, you know, they're still kind of working out a plea deal. Um, I think the hearing got continued. 
Anyway, so she was leaving the courthouse and Radar caught her and asked her about it and she went off on Vivica. Yeah. She actually even made fun of her age. Aw, we're all going to be that age one day, Farah. You cannot make fun of older people. So Farah told Radar, I was more disappointed over what Vivica had to do in order to get press for her show. You have a fake audience. You attack women. Your advice is incredible that you're giving someone. My doctor looked at everything they gave me. There is no barbiturates in there. So before you continue, Farah said that she wasn't taking anything. So what did her doctors look into? Interesting. Ah, Lauren, good I job. Got to okay. read between the lines. This is the age shaming part. I'm disappointed, especially at her age. I don't think it's appropriate. Maybe I'll have my own talk show. <laughs> okay, could we take a moment and picture Farah Abraham as a talk show host? She'd be screaming at her guests every single day. Yeah. I mean, Farah always says this, like, whenever we interview her, or me at least, she's always very nice. But she could be really scary sometimes. We've seen her yell at Dr. Drew. And I've seen her yell during interviews. Yeah. <laughs> Not at me, yeah. but at other people. Sometimes I'll ask her a question and she'll, like, yell the answer. Yes. And I'm like, oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I <laughs> but she's not yelling at me. She's yelling at, because yeah. usually it's when it's about, like, a feud. I don't even know who would be a guest on her show. Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew. Heather, her producer. Yes. Maybe her mom. Her Sophia. dad. Duh. Her dad. Yes. And Sophia. That would be it. Um, so she has like a solid six it's episodes. Kind of, it would be like Chris Jenner's show. Do you remember her talk oh, show? Oh, that was so sad. That was so sad. She literally only had her friends. She had like yeah. Kim's best friends. She had like Lala. She yeah. had Jonathan Chebin. Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. It was like, all right, Chris. Yeah. You know a lot more people for you to only have your family on. You literally run the entire Kardashian empire. You have guests. This is literally like just watching the Kardashians, except you're asking everyone questions. It was really bad. But that's how I think it would be. Yeah. I mean, Farah, if you're listening and if you want to talk show, we will totally be your guest. Okay. Let's go into Kaylin Lowry's new book. We have been waiting for months and months and months for Letters of Love to come out, and it is finally here. I feel like she started talking to you about it about a year ago, last November, December. Yeah, and, um, you know, OK and Radar obtained an exclusive copy, so we were able to get some excerpts out there before it hits stands today. Yes. So I think the most shocking revelation in the book was when she said that she considered giving up Lincoln— because her anxiety was so bad. Yeah, that part made me really sad that she was having those feelings with baby number two. She was, what we thought, happily married, you know, expanding her family. So she seemed really, really just excited for the next step. But to read that, it was really upsetting. I totally understand it, though. I just feel like, you know, she loved Isaac so much. In her book, she said it. She was like, how can I love something more than I love my son? And she was just scared that she wasn't going to have the same feelings for Lincoln on top of the fact that her marriage to Javi was not good. Yeah. But then, you know, she said when she saw her son, she realized that love multiplies and does not divide. Yes. That's I a actually, very nice line. I know. That was a really, yeah. really nice line. And Randy actually said it in one of his recent re- YouTube, Losing Randy. He said a lot of people wonder, you know, when you have like almost 15 grandchildren, how do you love them all? He said love multiplies, not divides. But as we know, Sarah Palin... It's not the same for her because she said that Trip is her favorite grandchild. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess, you know. It's not the same for everyone. Yeah, exactly. But going back to Kale, she explained it perfectly in the book. Mm -hmm. With Isaac, she 
had no idea what to do. She didn't know how to be a mom. She was 16, 17 years old with this newborn baby struggling with money. She didn't have a place to live. She has no parents. Her her parents were, at least her mom was involved. Her dad's not even involved at all. So she had to figure everything out on her own with Isaac by her side. Yeah, they've been through, the way she explained it, they were they went through everything together. Yeah. He was always with her. And it was always just them two. Yeah, everywhere. She really started from the bottom with Isaac by her side. And now definitely today, she probably looks back and says, everything that we've been through, it just, it really changed her. And they forever have that really special bond. And I think she said, you know, he understands it completely. He's like, yeah, like we've been through hell and back together. And now look, now they're living very happily, very, you know, they're very comfortable But reading that about Lincoln, it's definitely, I mean, mothers probably feel that way. So I think it was nice for her to include. But yeah, it made me sad. I agree. And then another big revelation in her book was when she talked about how her third baby daddy, Chris Lopez, damaged her back door, her bedroom window. So Ryder actually reported this when it first happened. This was last year. I think it was November, maybe? Yeah. It was November. Okay. Um, and yeah, she, um, a source had told us that Chris was abusive towards her. So now she's writing about it in her new book. And it's just so sad that she had to go through that. And then she said that Chris was talking poorly about her to yeah. Lincoln and Isaac. That's awful. Yeah, exactly. And she said, you know, the baby was only six months old. She said no matter what age the child is, a father should never talk like that to the mother of his child. But... It's interesting that she is now giving this outlook on her relationship with Chris because Chris is not on the show. So we only hear certain things that Kale says to the producers, but she never mentioned any of this on the show. She would just say, oh, yeah, Chris didn't show up for an appointment. Chris, you know, hasn't seen the baby. Nothing this serious. That's terrifying as a new mother to be laying in your bed with your newborn baby and your baby daddy is breaking a window. That's horrifying, and no mother should go through that. I also feel bad for her when she was saying how the financial burden was completely on her. Yeah. And, you know, I don't blame her for momentarily not having Chris in the baby's life. I mean, she did everything for Lux. She was forced to pay for everything. He wasn't around. Yeah, and she said, you know, yeah, she definitely makes great money from the show per season. Her kids make money. Yes, she also makes money through Instagram and whatever else she does. But that does not mean that she should be the only one responsible. You know, no matter what, money always runs out. So she's like, why should I have to keep paying when he was a baby for diapers and formula and for everything he needs? And Chris doesn't at all. He never even asked her, you know, hey, do you need help with anything? I completely agree. I'm actually a little confused because in the book, um, they seem to be on really bad terms, right? But now, as we know, I mean, they celebrated Lux's first birthday together. Yeah. She, you know, had a little feud with her best friend, Bone, because she Chris was back in her life. Yeah. Um, I know a source had told you that they were back together at one point. Yeah. So I'm a little confused as to what their relationship status is today. And I'm also confused. Did Chris read the book prior to it? being released wait i think he did because the other day he tweeted something oh snap he's actually tweeting right now he's in his basement i believe yeah he's tweeting (laughs) 
So you know how Chris Lopez always kind of makes his, uh, he responds to stories, you know, on his Twitter and they're really oh, yes. cryptic. So you're not really sure if he's exactly talking about the story, but he probably is. Some tweets that I think are about her book. Okay, everyone, now it's time for Cryptic Tweets by Chris Lopez. Wow, I'm excited. Let people assume LOL. Don't clear S-H-I-T up. Time to better myself for good. <laughs> if they don't got a story these days, they'll make one. Oh, snap. Let people do what they need to do to be happy, regardless of how you feel about it. And do what you need to do. Oh, so inspiring. Step two. Remember step one. (laughs) Wow, that was beautiful. Round of applause for Teresa for reading Chris's tweets. Are there any more? This was 15 minutes ago. Because you lied about it when I asked you. Could that be about the book? Maybe. And then five minutes ago, I thought car sleep was comfortable. That is not about the book. Yeah, that's definitely not. (laughs) He perhaps slept in a car. But yeah, he's always posting weird things on Twitter. Definitely towards Kale. And he does respond to a lot of fan accounts and also hater accounts. It's very funny. But I wonder if she gave him a copy. And speaking Well, Javi wasn't given a copy, so I doubt Chris got a copy. I know. He was not happy about what she said. Kale went off about Javi, too. She spoke about all of her baby daddies. She went off about Javi saying how she knew she would regret marrying him before they even wed. Okay. I have to say I'm on Javi's side with this one. Agreed. Two reasons why. One, in her other book, Pride Over Pity. Yes. Or was I, it Heart, Hustle and Heart? No, 2014 was Pride Over Pity. Okay, so it's Hustle and Heart. Hustle and Heart she wrote after she divorced. Okay, in one of her books, <laughs> <laughs> in one of her books, she wrote how she had the storybook marriage and she was so happy. Now she's saying that she was miserable from the get-go. Yeah, and that she lied. And that she lied. I mean, her, her story just keeps changing. And, yeah. I mean, you know, Javi has told us in the past, you know, we did have good times. Like, were they all good? No, but we did have good times. He's moved on. He's going to have a new baby in yeah. two months with his new girlfriend, Lauren. And she continues to talk about him. Yeah. And he actually had a really great tweet. He said, For someone who constantly tells me to get out of her story, why does she keep writing about me? And it's true. That's all she ever does is complain about Javi. And look, she just can't stop writing about him. And Javi even said it. He was like, this is a book for your sons. Why am I even in it? Yeah, exactly. And she kind of slammed Joe Barrera a little bit. Yeah. Um, She said how he wasn't, he didn't stay overnight at the hospital with her at all and Just a few other things that he didn't do when Isaac was first born. Yeah, exactly. I just, now that the book is released, all the baby daddies can get their own copy and spend their night reading it. I just wonder how it is afterwards. You know, her and Joe are on great terms. And now that she wrote that kind of diss, being like, you know, he wasn't that great at the beginning. He's a great dad now. But at the beginning, he was a little disappointing. How do you go and drop off Isaac and say, hey, what's up? You know, great wedding. By the way, did you read my book? Even with Javi. You have to see these men for the rest of your life. Yeah, I know you have fans that want answers, but I think there are better ways to word things than how she did. Honestly, Lauren, I think that when you are on a reality TV show where, come on, how many times has Kale slammed her baby daddies to producers? And they've done it too. It's not only Kale. I feel like they're so conditioned to it that what's, what's what's another quote? Yeah. 
Joe's like, you said I wasn't in the hospital with you? Whatever. Don't care. I feel like Joe's not even going to read the book or read any of the articles in the book. He's probably on his honeymoon right now. Javi should not. Javi should be focused on his son and his girlfriend. He shouldn't even worry about Kale. The only person who should be mad is Chris. Because yeah. I don't know why. I just feel like <laughs> he should be. Yeah. I have no reasoning, but I just feel this way. Totally agree. But everyone should definitely go and pick up their copy. And yeah, I think it's worth a read. It's good to get some inside of what Kale thinks. It's really good. There were a lot of good quotes there, that if you guys, yes. you know, I don't know. I feel like if I have two kids, I may make my caption on Instagram. Totally. Love multiplies, does not divide. Kids. Yeah. I'm t- I'm, when I get another dog, you <laughs> bet I'm going to make that my caption. Yeah, she had a lot of nice quotes, a lot of like poetic lines. Yeah. I'll actually tell that to my mom because we're really struggling with, should we get another dog? My dog's so conceited and self-absorbed. Text her and we say were, that. Yeah, I'll be like, we should definitely get Griffin a little brother. Because love multiplies. multiplies. It does not divide. Should that be like our new catchphrase? Yes. So we have two now, everyone, for our listeners. We have, there are no rules in life. Yes. And love multiplies, does not divide. Yes, love it. So inspirational. On this week's Teen Mom Tees, a Teen Mom 2 star is in the hospital. Lauren, what is going on? I know. Well, I don't want to reveal who, but last night on Instagram, this fan favorite Teen Mom 2 star posted that he was taken by ambulance to the hospital. I am getting all the details now, trying to figure out if he's okay, what's happening, is he still in the hospital? So make sure you check back with okmagazine.com to get all of the details. And we want to give a very special shout out to one of our fans, Megan Marie. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your kind words. And we definitely got other DMs too. So we just appreciate all the love and support, your positivity. The words are so sweet and they definitely make our day. So thank you so much for always listening, supporting us and showing us some love. Yeah. And if you guys want to tell us more about what you think about the podcast, just leave a nice review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the podcast app on iTunes, you can DM us. We love getting the DMs. Yeah, definitely. It definitely makes our day. So thank you so much. And also give us five stars because we like to get stars too. Yes. (laughs) Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening this week. Make sure you check back with us next week for even more Team Mom drama. Oh, and we also have a special guest next week. It is the premiere of Teen Mom OG. It is an episode that you do not want to miss. Yes, we will definitely recap it. We'll have a special guest. It'll be loads and loads of fun. So make sure you check back with us. Bye. Bye.